Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the 7 game NBA main site on Tuesday. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. I do make videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If that is something you guys are curious about or interested in in NBA Top Shot, I have a whole uh, series of videos explaining it, kind of, you know, talking about some investments I made. So, uh, yeah, I have that up on my YouTube channel. If you are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. I have a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you guys do enjoy the, the content uh, uh, over there on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave a five-star rating and review, that would help me out a ton. All those, you know, anytime someone leaves a rating, it just boosts me up on the podcast rankings. Uh, if you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer them a Patreon.com, an eSports package. That includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If this is your first time watching these videos and you're not familiar with Prize Picks, the idea is, again, you take over under on fantasy points. They will post fantasy you know, scores, fantasy projections, and um, you can either take the over or the under. Right now, they have eight posted for tomorrow, but they have much more throughout the day, and these will move. So if you see one that's either too high or too low, you should hop on it then. Um, also, they have every single sport you can think of. You can mix and match sports as well. And what, what I would say about prize, prize picks, ugh, it's a nice change of pace because you are not playing against anyone. You're just playing against the house. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up and use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You'll get 100% match up to $100. You put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. And finally, I just want to thank you guys again for all the support. Especially, I want to give a shout out to Thrifty Nickel for the $100 super chat on the live stream today. Dude, super, super generous for you. Cannot thank you enough. Um, also, guys, we're closing in on the 9,000 subscriber mark. I think we're about 15 to 20 subs away. So if you're not subscribed to the channel, make sure to do so. Also, let's aim for 150 likes on this video, and I will be live tomorrow. So make sure to check it out, guys. Answer all your guys' questions uh, you know, before lock. So... All right, let's talk about this seven-game slate. I guess before we do, we can look back my lineup here from Monday. And Monday, cue the uh, cue the Titanic GIF. The it's been eighty-four years. Finally, gonna cash again. Feels like it's been like months since I've last cashed. But here, I can get out of the way so you guys can see. So going over my lineup, uh, Westbrook, Karis LeVert, Tamadou Diallo, Doug McDermott, Sabonis, Caruso, Taj, and Isaiah Stewart. So, uh, yeah, I mentioned in the Patreon live stream that I was going just a full stack of Indiana and Washington. <laughs> I had to sweat that for like a good three quarters. That game looked like it was in a blowout for literally almost the entire game. And it was just like the Pacers just kept it close enough to, for the Stars to keep it in. I was... I was going to be so mad if that game blew out because you had like a low-owned Levert that was crushing. You know, Sabonis only 50% owned. Uh, I was going to be so mad if the game blew out. But luckily, the Pacers did keep it just close enough. Um, so, yeah, Westbrook, Levert with uh, Sabonis. And I played Chalk McDermott. Again, this – it's just why I don't play scoring-dependent guys. Every single time I play something that's scoring-dependent, it always comes to bite me in the ass. Like, last time uh, – last – Last week, I had the potential for the takedown. I take a shot in Davis Bertans and foul trouble plus bad shooting game. <laughs> it never works out for me. Never, ever works out for me. Um, did We did get news that Hamadou Diallo was starting late, like about five to ten minutes before lock. I pivoted to get him in. I originally had Bazemore and Hernan Gomez, and I pivoted to Diallo and Stewart. I want to say somewhat 
like almost the same. Like I know Bazemore probably did a little bit better than Diallo, but I think Stewart beat Hernan Gomez. I want to say that was a pretty even. Like I don't think it really helped me a ton. Um, and then I use, you know, I mentioned Crusoe and Taj for value. Taj had a really good game. 33 fancy points. Did get a little bit lucky, not going to lie, with five blocks. And Caruso with 14 and a half. Um, some of the stuff I got wrong, um, I did prefer Stewart over Bay. That was incorrect. Sadiq Bay had another big game. Um, you know, I thought Nurkic was a pretty solid play. They got blown out. Also, he had more of a cardio game. Uh, let's see what else. Obviously, McDermott took the L there on that, as well as, you know, 70% of the field. I'm trying to think what else. Although, can we... Uh, we got to talk about this, all right? How is this possible? Okay, Kuzma actually, Elise is not in the zero. Kuzma and THT, with about three minutes left in the second half, had a combined one fancy point. I tell you what, that's why I didn't play Kuzma. Anytime this guy's out for the Lakers, he always burns me. He has three points, one assist, and one board at half. Wow, in 16 minutes. This game in general was super ugly. 45 to 42 at half. And then Town Horton Tucker with a fire. Uh, zero points, zero rebound, zero assists, two turnover uh, first half. Wow. Um, and then if you played Lonzo Ball, I, I got a tilt for you, okay? He was a pretty good low own play. 38 minutes, 3 of 18 shooting. He, like, he went for 7, 7, and 8 with uh, two steals. Imagine if he just has a half-decent shooting game, right? He goes for a really big game. So if you played Lonzo, I feel for you. Um, but, yeah, that is really it for the luck back, guys. Um, hope you had a good night. And um, let's see if we can keep this rolling for this, what, seven-game slate? Yeah, seven games. All right, so let's take a look here. Um... We have any games out? It's Bavada gonna load. Uh, no, no games out right now from what I see. So uh, let's just jump into it. Phoenix and Cleveland. I gotta say, it's really like one team I, I really hate seeing on a DFS slate is the Phoenix Suns. I just really don't like seeing this team ever. Like they're they're a good team. I, I do enjoy the Phoenix Suns as a team, but for DFS, no, because they're a good defensive team. They're a balanced team. Uh, it's just like. I just never, like, unless there's a lot of guys out, I just never feel good about targeting any Phoenix Sun. Um, so we'll start with the big three and Booker, Paul, Ayton. Booker had the big game last game. The issue I have is Cleveland, even though they're not a good team, they play a little bit slow. Um, also, like, this game has potential to blow out, so there's that risk. If you want to take a shot on one of the guys for the big three, sure. I think Paul is probably the safest, but there's nothing that really stands out there. Mikel Bridges feels a little bit too pricey. I just can't stomach a Cam Johnson or Torrey Craig. I know, trust me, I know Torrey Craig went for 40. He also could go for nine. Um, yeah, I mean, you can go there. It's not something I feel comfortable with. Uh, Jay Crowder out, campaign, questionable. If campaign's out, maybe Javon Carter. Ugh, it just makes me feel sick even mentioning that. It just, again, this Phoenix Suns team, I, I just dislike seeing them on a, on a DFS slate because uh just never anyone i really like now moving on to cleveland so garland is out colin Sexton eight three um i mean he's gonna play big minutes i don't like the matchup he's gonna get a ton of shot attempts up you know you can go there in tournaments with jared allen versus kevin love um probably would rather take the shot on allen just because he can play more minutes 
Now, Chetty Osman, I think, is the least interesting at 5 5. He had a really big game in 30 minutes for 42 faint points. He's actually like a pretty good offensive player. He went for 15 11 at 11 and 7. Um, assuming he starts again, I think we get like 35 ish minutes from Chetty. So, Chetty's a fair play in the mid range. Coro, don't think I can do that. I don't know if I can trust anyone on the bench like Dean Wade, Broderick Thomas, my boy, and Damian Dotson. Oh, no, I don't think I can do it. All right, Charlotte and Detroit. So, Got to start off here with LaMelo Ball at 7.1K. 28, 30 minutes last couple of games. Um, the, the game against Miami, too, was a blowout, so maybe lost a minute or two there at the end. Um, I think the minutes are slowly going to keep going up for LaMelo. Maybe he plays 32, 33 minutes in this one. I'm not really scared of Detroit in the defensive end. So I do think LaMelo is a pretty solid play in the mid-range. Rogier, Bridges, they kind of take a backseat with LaMelo in the offense. I think they're secondary options. Peach Washington is for sure in play if he can stay out of foul trouble. Uh, he's been playing pretty well. I don't really think this, the price stands out as like an amazing play, but he's viable if he starts at the five. No Devontae Graham. Uh, McDaniels at four, six. is just kind of like there. He'll play probably like 25 minutes. Uh, Malik Monk at four, three off the bench. Did play 27 minutes the last game. I think he's a little bit interesting. It's just because Charlotte's going to run. They're another team that's going to run basically an eight-man rotation. So it's going to be probably Rogier, Ball, Bridges, Washington, McDaniels. And then I would guess Monk, Wanamaker, and probably Biombo off the bench. That would be my guess. Maybe uh, maybe Caleb Barton gets dusted off for, for a few minutes. But, um, yeah, so I, th- I think Monk's at least intriguing. Uh, you know, he's, he's a guy that's not afraid to shoot the ball. The issue with him is he does a little bit reliant on the scoring. But, yeah, I think Monk is a viable tournament play. And I think uh, Lamelo is probably my favorite play on the Charlotte side. Moving on to Detroit, it's hard to say. You know, I'm not sure what the, they're, they're going to do with the veterans. They haven't played in a few games here. If all the veterans are in, then I think, you know, Mason Plumlee, Jeremy Grant become playable. Um, but if if all the veterans are resting again, then it's the same situation. You know, it's Stewart, it's Bay. Um, Josh Jackson came off the bench and played less minutes. Oh, it's hold on. How many, minutes, how many minutes did he play? He was still decently popular even coming off the bench, but um, I think he definitely lost minutes. I don't know. So he only played 22. Um, Diallo started and played 26. If this is the same situation, Josh Jackson comes off the bench again. I don't have a ton of interest there, but Frank Jackson played 35 minutes. So we'll, we'll talk about him. Uh, Frank Jackson's at 4-9. I think he's, again, viable. It seems like they want to give him minutes right now. He's been playing well. Killing Hayes at 5-3 just seems, you know, priced about right. Should play about 30 minutes. Diallo I like for value if he starts again. He played 26 minutes. He's a decent point print guy. So Diallo, if he starts, things a good value. Um, and then you got Bay, Isaiah Stewart kind of at the top. I think both look pretty good. Brooklyn, Milwaukee. So this game should be fun to watch. We just saw this, what, a couple days ago on Sunday. Uh, Kyrie, Kevin Durant at the top. Much before KD to Kyrie. And it's just because he has a, he has a lot higher floor with the peripheral stats than, than Kyrie Irving. So do think Kevin Durant is one of the better spawners of the slate. I think Kyrie Irving is in play as well, but would rather get to KD at a similar price. The value for the Nets, I will say DeAndre Jordan started the last game. He played 24 minutes. If he starts again, I think he's a pretty safe value play. You know, you're never going to get excited about DeAndre Jordan. But if he starts, I think we'll get somewhere around 20 to 25 minutes. He's the guy that can go out and get you like a double-double, right? He's obviously washed at this point in his career, but he can still get points and rebounds. Um, I don't know if I trust the rest of the, the Nets value. Like, yes, Shamit is playable. Yeah, Jeff Green's playable, but not something I love. On the Milwaukee side, it's Giannis. I think Giannis is one of the best spot-ups of the slate. I mean, we just saw what he did last game, right? In the same matchup, 36 minutes, 74 fancy points. This Nets team played, like, no defense. So I think Giannis is one of the best spin-ups of the slate, and I'm not really on anyone else. When Giannis is healthy, I kind of stay away from the rest of the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Dallas and Miami, I just... Also a team I really 
dislike seeing on the slate right now is the Dallas Mavs because the up and down nature right now of Luka Doncic's play. Plus, you know, my boy Rick Carlisle, my favorite coach ever. Um, Luka, with all there's there's spend ups in better spots. I think he's he's more of a contrarian play, which means you know no one's gonna play him. He'll go off for eighty. Um, the bigs. All I'm gonna say is just good luck. If you're playing one of the bigs, just just good luck to you. Just good luck to you. Kleba, uh, Melly, Powell, Willie Colley-Stein, even Boban played last game. Good luck. That's that's just what I'm gonna say to you. All right, Miami. Um, Jimmy Butler, Bam, and Abayo. I think are both pretty safe plays. Jimmy, you know, got got there in three quarters against Charlotte. Went for 44 and three quarters. Um, this game probably stays close. So yeah, Jimmy and Bam and Abayo. I think are both pretty safe plays at their respective prices. The two guards, like Nunn and Drogic, are fine secondary options. Like, they're playing big minutes. Nunn's playing 35-plus minutes. He's been playing well, too. And Drogic off the bench is playing about 30. Um, so I think both those guards for Miami are, like, fair plays in the mid-range. But that is where I'm looking there. Golden State and New Orleans. So we just saw this game tonight. Um, obviously, this game has upside. We got to start with Steph Curry at 10-4. Like him a lot here for tournaments. He had another big night. Um, again, shooting the ball, unbelievable right now. So do like Steph a good amount for GBPs. Wiggins is kind of just, you know my feelings in Wiggins. Draymond Green had a massive triple-double. Um, if you guys played him, yeah, they have about 61 fancy points. Um, 10, 13, 15, two blocks, three steals. That's the type of game you, you can expect from Draymond in a high-scoring game. So like Draymond again here. I do think the ownership will be up, though, after that previous one. I do like Bazemore, too, 5-4. He went for, what, 31 fancy points. Again, with no Kelly Oubre, he should start and play somewhere around 30 to 35. So, Baysmore thinks a pretty good play there in the mid-range. You've got to mention Juan Toscano-Anderson, too. He's been playing big minutes off the bench. 34, sure, in a blowout, but 33 there. Like, he's playing about 30 minutes in some close games. He's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. I think it's not really a cash game play. But if you want to get contrarian, I don't hate the idea in an up-tempo game. Poole um, with Wiggins in. Again, only played 17 minutes. I don't have a ton of interest there. Looney's Looney. And then Michael Mulder at 3-6. I don't really want to play Michael Mulder. So, again, at the top, recapping Steph, I like a good amount. Draymond, I think, is a really good play in the mid-range. Also, Bazemore. I think Juan Toscan Anderson, the viable GPP play. On the Pelican side, so Zion Williamson at 9-9. What did he finish with tonight? They don't, they don't have it up. I want to say he finished around 50 fancy points. I do think he'll be a little bit lower owned on this slate, but again, still has upside, obviously. Lonzo Ball, I'm fine going back there. Again, he shot, yeah, they have his score up. 3 of 18. He's still on for 30, shooting 3 of 18. Again, if he just has a half-decent shooting game, he goes for, what, 40, 45? Um... I'm fine buying back into Lonzo just because, you know, the the floor of the peripheral stats. He's going to play massive minutes. So don't mind Lonzo. Do we go there in a cash game setting? Maybe not. Maybe more for tournaments. Ingram, yeah, I think I'd rather get to Lonzo or even Zion for a little bit more. Now, Hernan Gomez, a 5-1, I think is a fair play. Uh, you know, he did not close the last game. They won a little bit small Zion at the 5, which is a little bit worrisome for a guy like Hernan Gomez. He's a decent point for the guy. So, again, I think he's a fair play, assuming he starts again with no Stephen Adams. Eric Bledsoe at 4-7 did play, what, 33 minutes. Fine value play. Um, he has gone for 34-30, 26-27 in four of the last five games. But yeah, that's it for the Pelicans. Moving on to Sacramento and OKC. <sighs> I'm not excited about it, but I really like the Sacramento Kings team today. De'Aaron Fox, Halbert out. Harrison Barnes, doubtful. I think Met too doubtful as well questionable that doesn't do a ton we'll start with buddy healed 7-3 
Like, he's going to have to do a ton offensively. He's been doing a better job, too, with, like, Fox out of lineup but doing the peripheral stats. I think Buddy Heald's a really solid play here in the mid-range. Also love the matchup here. Two bad teams going up against each other. So, if you guys followed that uh, last slate, Marvin Bagley was on the John Wall minutes limit. Luke Walton says he's still on a minutes limit. Plays 21 minutes the first game. I'm thinking, oh, we get similar minutes. Nah, 34 minutes for Marvin Bagley on a limit. Why not? Uh, no, but seriously, I, I do like Marvin Bagley. Um, I'm guessing we get about 35 minutes um, if he's on a minutes limit. If he's not on a minutes limit, then he's probably going to play 20. That's just that's the way DFS has been going recently. But, uh, yeah, I think Marvin Bagley is also a really good play in the mid-range just because they like they need – like someone's got to score the ball. And this is a fantastic matchup. Now, Rashawn Holmes, a little bit worrisome. He lost minutes to Damian Jones. He was playing so well, too. That that tilted me so much that last night. I had a low-owned Holmes play 25 minutes. Yeah, Damian Jones, for some reason, played 23 minutes. I'm not sure why. Um, does make Holmes a little riskier, but he's still a good point-per-minute guy. And then DeLon Wright, assuming he starts, I think this is one of the best plays this slate. He The minutes went up for him once uh, Hal Burton went down. He, DeLon Wright's actually a solid point-per-minute guy, and again, a really good matchup. So love DeLon Wright, assuming he starts. And then we even got to talk about Terrence Davis at 4K, a guy that's not afraid to shoot the ball. Um, I think he is for sure in play for value. Uh, Mo Harkless, I've tried that one too many times. Um, he'll play minutes, but it's Mo Harkless. I don't really want to play him. So recapping uh, Sacramento, really like Heald. Really like uh, DeLon Wright. Really like Marvin Bagley. I think Holmes is a pretty good play. Uh, and I do think Terrence Davis is in play as well. Uh, it's weird to say, but I love the Sacramento Kings team today. Uh, and then on the other side, the Thunder, I just don't trust this rotation. They're just running a really deep rotation. I just honestly don't trust anyone right now. Um, Dort, assuming he plays, is the guy that you can probably feel the best about. 35, 35, 33, and 35 uh, minutes. He does have upside. If you want to go there for GPPs, that is perfectly fine with me. Baisley at 6K also, but getting, you know, I guess somewhat consistent minutes. Uh, Moses Brown, you know, could play 10, could play 30. I have no idea what they're going to do with him. Maladon at 4-6, you know, probably plays about 25-ish minutes. Like, these guys are all just GBP plays because the minutes really fluctuate. Roby, again, decent point for a guy, but I just don't know. Kenneth Williams is, was out of the rotation one game, and then the next game plays 30 minutes. Like, obviously, if I if I knew Kenneth Williams is going to play 30 minutes, I would really like him. But it just, I honestly just don't trust it. They have so many guys that can, they can use. So keep an eye on the starters. I think you can target any of the starters. But I don't even know if I can if I can trust anyone off the, bench, off, the, off the bench because there's a chance to get a DNP. And then finally, Toronto versus the, the LA Clippers. I'm assuming we're going to get one or two guys resting for the Raptors. My guess is it's Siakam since he hasn't rushed in a while. But keep an eye on that. Um, if everyone is, if everyone that is questionable with like Van Fleet, OG, and like maybe Sack and Lowry, and maybe one of those guys rest, if, if all those guys are in, then there's not much here in a tough matchup. But if like a couple guys are out, then, you know, say like Siakam and Lowry are out, then obviously like Van Fleet looks good, then OG looks solid, right? So let's keep an eye on that uh, for Toronto. I'm guessing they're going to rest one or two guys because so they don't want to win games right now. Ken Birch came back down to earth, went for 18 fantasy points in 30 minutes. Um, All right, so uh, the LA Clippers, basically fully healthy team besides Ibaka, Kawhi Leonard, 
Um, played 30 minutes in his first game back. I think that kind of eased him into it. Um, keep an eye on there if there's a minute. Something. There's no limit. I think he's a decent play at that price. But right now, there's just not much here at the top. I do want to mention a couple of viable value plays, though. And, and Rajon Rondo, um, 3-6. The price isn't moving. The minutes are there for him. 22, 22, 25, and 30. We know Rondo's a guy that can do the peripheral stats. I actually like him a good amount here for value. It's, it's kind of scary to say, but I think Rondo's a really good value on the slate. And then this is a much riskier play because there's a chance he gets a DNP. But Boogie Cousins, I think up until the fourth quarter, he was getting a DNP. And then he played 14 minutes, went for 26 fancy points. Like, he's a phenomenal point for a guy. If he gets a rotation or if something happens to Zubac and he comes in instead of Pat Patterson, I'm not sure why Pat Patterson ever plays minutes in the NBA. He should be in the G League, in my opinion, or not even in the league. Uh, but yeah, Boogie Cousins is a guy that I think is a viable tournament play. You got to know the rest, though. If you play Boogie, there's probably like a 50% chance he gets a DNP. But if he does play, then there's a good chance he can go for like 25 fancy points in like 15 minutes. So Boogie, at least interesting value play. But that is where I'm at for the seven game slate guys at the moment. So, and that's going to do it for the video as well. If you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate it. Give the like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. So you know when I upload videos, you want to go live again, as always, I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. Um, so uh, make sure to check it out guys. Thanks again. Have a great night and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.